Steiner Morning Show is now also live streamed on Facebook, YouTube and Twitch. Saturday mornings 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Visit stonermorningshow.com for links. Hey everybody, wake up, it's time for Stoner Morning Show. Sit back, relax, smoke them if you got them. And now, Stoner Morning Show. All right. Well, I mean, we talked about some interesting things before we even started recording, but we'll get to interesting things while now that we're recording, you know. Yeah, you you dig a hole and then you you dig a hole and you get to the bottom and then you start digging. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard anything like that, but I mean, <laughs> 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 that could be. I mean, I believe that's a saying. If you, if you told me you didn't make that up, I'd believe you. I yeah, I, I, no, I didn't. I did make that up, and yeah. I, I'm sure somebody said something like it before. But oh sure, man, I feel really good about it. I want to, <laughs> I want to use it uh, on something. There's, um, there should be more sayings that don't make sense <laughs> that really make you just think about what you just heard. I, li- I like, I like, uh, yeah, I like, I like the idea of like twisting your brain, like it's like a dishwasher sponge, and you just twist it. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. It's interesting to think about twisting a sponge. Like if you twisted it and if you twisted it while it was soaked, it would wring something out, but then pouring water on it while it's twisted like that, so it's absorbing and wringing at the same time. Is that That's what you want to happen to your brain? Yeah, I think so. You want it working while more stuff is being at. You want to be overwhelmed, is what you're saying. I think so. I knowledge. do. I I love that feeling. I love that feeling of like Anytime your your brain is like turned around in your head, you're just like, what? Well, I think that and I, it's what the whole society is experiencing is like we're we're more people are going through boredom right now, but we're more excited when we are active. More excited than we are active. No, no, I'm, when we we are excited when we are active. You oh, know? Okay. Okay. Like when you know when you have a lot of stuff going on, it usually, or at least for me, I feel excited. That I have a lot of stuff going on. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and then it's for some reason it's hard to get past that, push yourself past that point to like get more active in those moments when you're not active. I, I feel there's like you know we've been in the Prospect Park. We went together, and yeah. I was there another. I think I've been in Prospect Park four times, maybe five times. Yeah, all of quarantine, mm-hmm. and especially right now, late in quarantine, we're in. August going into September, people are really out there moving. People oh, yeah. are out there in the park doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, thank God, it's I, outrageous. I, God bless those people. Yeah, it's <laughs> outrageous. They're not. I I, I remember feeling your finger at them, no, scold them. Oh yeah, also, we're not wagging. Yeah, yeah. Or at least, uh, at least I don't think you are. I'm not wagging my finger at them. But it was. I can. Uh, I can. I can flip on a dime and turn yeah, against yeah. them. <laughs> But it was shocking to see that many people around Prospect Park. Yeah, and it's also like people, but it's all people like doing stuff. Like we saw people lighting little paper bags up and floating them. Oh into yeah, the the, sky. like those floating lanterns, right? Yeah, we saw people just just getting it and doing stuff. Last night I was there because some this uh, one of Vanya's friends did a comedy show, 
Shout out to her, Lee Panda, something Panda Entertainment. I don't mm-hmm. know. Something about pandas. That's right. You told me about your busy Saturday. I think Friday. Or no, Saturday morning. You t- I think you shared about Yeah, we busy. had to do a show that night. Yeah, we did yeah. a little clown show. Well, I did a... We did a... Anya and I did a... Have like a, some... Have now a clown act. Oh, wow. Uh. So we did that. A romantic couple comedy clown act. I don't think it's do romantic. It. I'm like an idiot and she's a smart person. Well, I'm saying the... You two are a romantic couple. Oh, that is when romantic. You're off stage. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah. It's cool. It's nice to do that together, to have like a little side thing. thing together. Yeah. yeah. Shared interest. Yeah. And also, like, you know, we play. It's funny because I don't think we improvise all that well together. And I think it's just because we avoid it. We it, we do improvise well together, but when it's put in the frame of like, okay, let's improvise now, then right. it's weird. Mm. But we're always playing together, always. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're screwing around the house making funny videos. Yeah, yeah. We're making funny, we have funny ideas all the time. Uh, yeah, most of those videos are usually us having to reenact something that just happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, it captures the magic. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good to just. I even. I, I'm even. I'm specifically thinking of the. Um, I'm the man of this house. Yeah. Short Instagram video, which was very funny. Yeah, I like that one. She, she, that's what she really said. That is like that's just reenacting what happened like 30 seconds before that. Yeah. She really said, "You're the pony of this house." Which <laughs> I think it's so. That's. I was like, that is gold. Yeah. That's uh, really sharp. I would love to be the pony of a house. <laughs> yeah, me. dude. What a great position. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> getting, getting brushed and fed. This is our house pony. Yeah. Uh, it sleeps in a stable in a, in a side house. Um, yeah, dude. We, we're, we're moving. We got stuff going on. We got Brave New Show going on. Starting a morning show is going on. Yeah. Things are going on. I've been thinking lately about, like, I remember vividly, like, like, what was it, two years ago, right when you were leaving the Magnet? Mm-hmm. And we were, like, outside over by the 34th Street or whatever. Right. And we were just talking, and I remember thinking, like, you weren't down. You were just like, I wonder what's going to happen. I wonder what I'm going to do. Mm. And you were trying to, like, find an idea you, I think you were like correct me if I'm wrong I just felt like you were like it's time for me to leave step away from Magnet and like do do my do the whatever the thing I was, I'm supposed to do is that's what it felt like probably, to me yeah probably I, I don't remember this specific time but I I think that um, as artists and comedians at least I go through this I we do this because we're having fun doing it. Yeah. And we've even received, hopefully at this point, some... Diplomas. Po- some positive reinforcement. Like a diploma? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, some some small successes. Yeah. And um, you know what it is? I, I Maybe this is what I'm trying to say. You know how when you're a kid, you're, said, you're, you're told to follow your dreams? And then when you get older, you do... You, you think you're following your dreams, and then other people are around you are just like, oh, you're still following your dreams? Mm. You know? Yeah, yeah. I think we had a similar talk at that time about oh, this, oh, good. this kind of theme. 
It hasn't. I, it hasn't been resolved then. <laughs> I love that. I yeah. love that theme. I, um, but we're still pushing forward. I mean, you know, we're, we're doing this kind of stuff, and yeah, we we got to. I, I feel like I have so many heroes in the community around us who are like probably near the same station we are, but they're like ahead of us. They're like maybe people that we look up to, mm-hmm. but they're not doing much better than we are uh, economically or whatever. Oh yeah, right. But you're still like. You wish they were doing better economically, but you're still like, thank God they're here. Oh, yeah. You know? And so, yeah, I'm sort of like, well, I'd love to be that guy, you know? Even if they're not rich or anything yet, it's like, I don't know, they just add so much to what we're doing. Oh, yeah. But you, there's you, another thought I just had. Oh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, we, I mean, ran, very randomly, because when I am home alone, I'm... I'm not like watching movies or anything that much. Mm. I watch documentaries just because I don't know. I movies just seem so fake and artificial to me right now. Wow. So I, I'm more interested in like real things like documentaries or I do watch the news, even though the news gets scary. So you've got to turn that off, you know, mm. but I've also been watching reruns of game shows. Wow. And, and specifically, I've been watching a lot of Supermarket Sweep. Did you ever watch Supermarket Sweep? When I it was think on? I did. Yeah, that's definitely an infectious. Oh yeah, show. I remember my sister and I loving Supermarket Sweep when we were kids. Yeah, or, or younger. I don't even remember how old I was when it was on. But there's reruns of it now, and it's so incredible to see it in a diff at a different angle. Huh. Because Supermarket Sweep, specifically, it's a sad game show. Yeah. It's people desperate and, and like I think they're more hyper and excited about being on that game show than any others hmm. for some reason. I think it's like okay, you're going to win money and prizes, but it's like you get excited when you're at the supermarket just yeah. doing it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and I think it like feeds that feeds into that as well. Um but it's weird watching these episodes because people get are, are like so hyper, and you can see that they get so let down if they don't win. Oh man! And um, it's like a weird, like this show originally came out when America was prosperous, but it really feels like it could have been a Cold War era Soviet Union, like compete for food. That is whoa! That's dark. Yeah, that's dark. Um, but so interesting because it's also like. Oh, so in, in what you were talking about, why it made me think of this game show thoughts I've been having is because the host of this show, he's all very excited. When he meets everybody and finds out if they're married or single or what they do for a living, he's always excited about whatever they're doing. Okay. Oh, you're in school. That's great. It, like, uh, oh, you're a teacher. Great. Um, so it seems very just like kind of artificial, you know? Oh. And um I bet that that guy probably went to acting school. He probably never had a dream of being a game game show host. Yeah. It gave him some success. I'm sure other people were like, oh, I wish, like people who knew him are like, oh, I wish I was having the success that he was having. Oh, yeah, for sure. And he, it's possible he like hated it. Yeah. Like, like oh, this fucking game show. Like, I have to read these stupid questions about brands of snacks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh, there were there like internal commercials and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny to hear. Um, 
I'm not, hold on, let me make sure I don't lose. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Good. I'm, I have a th- other, another thought I'm tabling. So oh, sure, to, sure. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's ins- it reminds me By of the like, way, you're always lucky that, that you have thoughts to table. <laughs> yes. I'm always just, I only have one thought carry, I'm carrying around, and that's it. I got one. I got one on the side. <laughs> okay, I'm going to just good. leave it there like I, uh, like when somebody, it's like whenever somebody has like, and now I'm even going, now I'm tabling other thoughts. Yeah, so oh, like, yeah. It's like when somebody just like walks around with like a little snack, like a little, they have a little snack bag with them, they're going to pull out at a certain time. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, why didn't you just eat that right away? <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. save that for what? How right. did you, for when the pang of hunger shows up? Yeah. Like, I'm just like. Nah, beat, beat the hunger. It, eat it first. It, I, I mean, I don't even know when the pang of hunger is because it's always there. Oh, yeah. So I don't know what's real or what's not. Or mm. I'm just like, no, I. I can't carry food around. I'm just going to eat it. Right, right. I'll get food when I want it. I'm not going to have it there. Yeah. And eat it. Keep it away from me. I think I'm more of a get food rather than carry food person. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's it's deadly in New York. Oh, it, yeah. It rips you apart financially, but mm. that's what I am. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of people come... It's interesting. I want to know who the get food, who the carry food people are, and who the get food people are. Because oh. I think you're made to think that the get food people are the people who are going to last. But I've never been, or the, sorry, the carry food people uh-huh. are the people who are going to last because they're more fiscal and frugal and mm. stuff. But I've never carried food. I think I've done it maybe five times the entire time I've been in New York. How about on like uh, long trips though, like bus trips or road trips? For sure. Oh yeah, yeah. For sure. Me I'm, as well. I'm, I'm carrying food. I'm carrying food. And but that part that's fun though. Mm-hmm. That's fun to think about. You're going to be driving for twelve hours, right? And oh, I'm going to pull out the Cause, snack because you time. also don't have to have it on your person. Exactly, it's just, it's just in, like in you a just bag. Reach in, yeah, yeah. You know, what I mean, you wait till you're not driving, so now you can do the reach in and you're pull, and it's all there with you, and it's it's not on your back, and it's not getting soggy. It's yeah, maybe in a cooler. It's it's a different thing, right? And like I got to make this early in the morning. Pretend I don't have it for five hours and then eat it. Ooh. I, I know you have a thought tabled, but I have a fun story to share. Let's do it. Uh, so when I was growing up in, a, you know, in Cleveland, Ohio with my family, there was a porno theater like a five-minute drive from our house. Wow. Like, in the, like on the main strip of our neighborhood. Like Whoa. On the same school that, or street that our grade school was on. Well, like down the road. Bold. Yeah, yeah. It, and it was like one of those old rundown theaters that like used to be beautiful and immaculate in like the twenties or thirties probably, Whoa. and th- and then it was rundown, and then then it became a porno theater. But at one point when I was in grade school, they shut it down, and they were like, "Now we're going to show cheap movies here, awesome for like you know families and stuff." And so this was very like this is. I don't think I ever heard of a $2 movie before. They need to bring those then. back. Oh, I know. Yeah. But, I mean, my family was excited. Every, all the other kids in school were excited. Like, oh, cheap movies, you know? So the first time we went there, I think we saw, like, a Star Trek movie. Wow. And my dad had made a, a ton of popcorn and put it in a garbage bag. Because th- I think they even said, bring in your own food, because they didn't, They did, it was so new and run down, they didn't have any capability for making snacks. Whoa. So they're like, bring in food. So my dad brought in a, a garbage bag full of popcorn. And this this movie theater was so, so it, it was exciting. Like, my parents were excited because it was cheap. And, and my sister and I, we were just excited because our parents were excited. You know what yeah, I mean? We had yeah. no concept of, uh, like, oh, the cheap movies. But, um, 
we got in, we sat down, and I think one of my parents had heard rumors that there were rats and mice in the theater. Whoa. <laughs> so my, my, I think my dad was just like, well, just sort of sit on your feet. Or just pick your feet up off the ground in case there's rats running around. <laughs> but that just added to the excitement. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We got to, we got to dodge danger yeah, as well. Right. So, and, so we brought food in that, in that, and we were the food bringers at that. What would you have done if somebody had speared a rat during the movie and like started roasting it on a spit in the middle of the movie? I, 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 I guess I would have just thought that that was the new normal. <laughs> This is how we're doing it now in Cleveland, Ohio. We're pioneers. <laughs> um, the thought, the first thought I had tabled was uh, Joe Rogan. Somebody asked Joe Rogan how he felt about doing Fear Factor if he ever got tired of it, mm-hmm. and he was like, "I never got tired of the people. I never got tired of the actual people who like oh. were overcoming in fear, and they needed me to coach them through it." And that's they a really, good. That's a good way to, yeah, yeah. He's like, "I never it. got tired of that. That part was actually awesome. It was just all the other shit mm-hmm. I couldn't deal with." Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think. Uh, but going back to all that, like it's funny. I think that was the thought you had tabled, and that and it was no, that, that was the secondary that, one. That, that was that succinct. Yes. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. The, all right. Because uh, I was thinking about the supermarket. So it was secondary. Oh yeah. First one goes back even further than that. I think you're one of the people who like taught. Like I remember thinking at the time I had a much more narrow, maybe dogmatic view of like I was like. I knew you did stand up and you did improv, but I was just like, these are your two skills. Like, mm-hmm. and you're, and you, and you're, you were walking away from one of them. And I was like, you're walking away from one of the skills you had. And like, oh, I think yeah. you inadvertently, like, abstractly taught me, like, just that you thought of yourself as an artist and as like a, a just a creative thinker and like a maker of things rather than like, I improvise and I do stand up. Oh yeah, I, I don't. Even, I still don't even know how to characterize it, but I think you're just like, no, I have this brain and this way of seeing the world, and that in itself is a commodity. Right. I don't know if that that resonates, but that was like, I remember it being like hard for me to wrap my mind around that at mm. the time. Well, I also, I guess, walked away from improv, but now to do a podcast, so. This is a type of improvisation in some ways. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I I mean, I think yeah. that's also part of it is that you have, like, a wide way of thinking about it. I'm thinking of, like, sweep edits, tag uh, Oh, ups, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Second beats, second and third beats, you know what I mean? Right. I'm, I, like, I didn't think of it as, like, no, this is a skill set we can apply to many oh, yeah. different things. Or, like, even if I did... It was like even narrow the way I thought that, that that could be applied. Right. Well, we've talked a little bit about, I mean, like privately, you and I have talked a little bit about the current improv reckoning that is happening in New York City where all these like improv theaters are closing down. And, yeah. and also, it's, it's nobody knows what performance will be like when theaters reopen and stuff. Yeah. Um, and people are talking about how unethical it was and it like, you know, the fact that UCB was making so much money and wasn't paying people who worked there even and, mm-hmm. and all that other stuff. So I don't, I, I, I think maybe I was feeling that frustration with improv. Wow. Bef- like, you know, two or three years ago, but probably even longer. Wow. It was just sort of like, it felt like the way it was being done in New York it wasn't they weren't allowing for other people to push it in different ways yeah you know that's yeah 
I, 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 I totally feel that, and and that's why like I haven't everything that I've seen fall. I've just been. I almost want to laugh maniacally because oh, yeah. like I feel good that the people who there's like this track has been built for what is New York improv. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's great. They built this like infrastructure. And that's great. They had 20 years, maybe 25 years. Something like that, yeah. To do it. And that's awesome. And then it ended. Yeah. And that's beautiful. Like, right. No harm, no foul. Some people lost jobs, but those people can start teaching privately. Yeah, yeah. Like, and like start teaching privately and build your own thing now, you know, and uh, or, 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 or even better, go to a much smaller market and do it. Yeah. Because what you also now have is like the cachet of like, yeah, I'm from New York, and people just like bow at your feet when really like you lived on ramen for seven years. <laughs> you know what I mean? But right. like, uh, but like you have this cachet, so you either stay here and do something with it, or go somewhere else and do something with it, and like, you know, make a good life on it. But like, yeah, it's 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 over and. Uh, or it's paused. It's paused. Yeah, yeah. It's, and, it's not and, over. I think it's. I think it's yeah. just paused. Yeah, but, it's paused. But it, it'll. It will be different when it restarts. Yeah, it's paused. It's in the. It's in the process of changing, but it's paused at the moment. I, f like I, I wonder if I'll be proven a fool on this, but I. I can't imagine. I personally can't imagine a scenario where everything comes back and it's not better. I don't know why that. That's my deep. That's like. Oh yeah. Automatically, what I think. I can't. I don't see any other way for it to go. Right. You know, I had that thought months ago. And we even talked about it. We were we were like, wow, this is going to maybe positively change people, you know, like um and I really th did have that hope and th and thought. And then last week I was walking around and I heard people who were outside at a restaurant and they were talking about the pandemic but they were talking about it in a way of like we survived and we're heroes and look at us really yeah and so in that in that one exchange made me think oh maybe maybe it'll be more like it was instead of more like what it could be i don't know yeah yeah i i, I totally yeah i totally get that Hey, what's up? This is JQ from Stoner Morning Show. This summer, we're raising money for the Brooklyn Bail Fund. You'll find the link to the fundraiser at stonermorningshow.com. The Brooklyn Bail Fund is a great organization dedicated to challenging racism and injustices in our unjust criminal legal system. Donate what you can at stonermorningshow.com. It'll be something that neither of us can be can imagine. That's what it will. That's truly yeah, we'll what the answer is. We'll be able to imagine is. it. Yeah, it's so funny that human humanity, like, uh, like it's interesting. Like, uh, first of all, <laughs> I always feel like a. Fifty Cent always does that. Like whenever he's on an interview, he always hijacks it. He's like, you know, it's interesting, you know. <laughs> they'll just start. 
There's a there's a really funny joke somebody made where uh, it was a comment underneath the video. Lil Wayne did a podcast where he interviewed Fifty Cent. And it was like his longest one. Oh, because like he was he's doing this series of interviews and they're each like ten minutes, twelve minutes. Right. And this interview was like <laughs> this interview is like an hour long, and it's <laughs> and it's it's endearing in a way. But, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, Lil Wayne is not a great interviewer, a conversationalist. You know, uh-huh. He's a fun, happy guy, but he doesn't really know how to do an interview. Right. And so, um. He really just knows how to get high and skate and rap. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm under, he's a very talented guy and a very yeah, successful yeah. business guy, but that's mostly what he knows to do, like, right. in that space, right? And he figured out how to monetize that somehow. Yeah, yeah, beautifully. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and, uh, you know, brilliant guy, but like, he doesn't really know how to get, do interviews, but like, so all the interviews are like 12 minutes, and yeah. I see this 50 cent one is like an hour long. Right. And somebody commented this under, but it's pretty much what happened. <laughs> Lewin is like, ladies and gentlemen, 50 Cent. And 50 Cent goes, you know what's crazy? And then he just doesn't <laughs> stop talking for an hour. Really? <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Wayne says like four words the whole time. And Jeez. 50 Cent just talks. Weird. The whole time. 50 Cent That's really funny. likes to talk. Yeah. Um, and I've probably forgotten what I, what I think is interesting. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It. Let's, yeah. Um, well, what were we saying? I, I, we don't know what's going to happen, I think. That's, I, yeah. I feel like you had a, another thought tabled, but I, I'm, I'm not positive. Nope. Hmm. I lost it. All right. You well, crazy? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did, you know, for a while, one of my side jobs was, um, uh, it was presentation coaching. What? Yeah, like speech. Yeah, like a... it was for it was like a corporate thing, but it was like people who were getting prepared to make a big presentation, and it was like I I I was I was like the little Wayne in the room. I was the assistant. I barely said things. Wow, you know what I mean? I helped once in a while, but um, my boss who was was very good. Um, she is she was a uh, former radio host and in. in newspaper syndicated newspaper columnist and now she just like gives people like coaching sessions you know um but her advice was always just like you don't have to answer the question that they ask you if you're in an interview and somebody asks you a question and you want to talk about something else just talk about that wow yeah whoa so 50 cent is like on to something he, de- yeah. he definitely does that all yeah the time. yeah yeah he does that all the time. Right. Um, wow. I'll show you an example. Ask me a question about anything. Uh, talk to me. Why was it the, uh, why didn't you have a doorman downstairs? Well, you know, it, that's something that's kind of beyond my control, but something that I can control is my diet. And I'm, I'm, <laughs> and I'm trying to make healthier choices. That's, about, that's really, I mean, that's kind of what the what they say. I know? see that all the time. That's really, really funny. Yeah. Why is it that people? And what do you do if somebody just asks you the same question again? That like that's what I would do. I think when I get I get into very bad modes where I'm like I want this question oh, answered, yeah. and I just would keep asking the same question over and well, over. Well, I mean, I think politicians are the worst at that. Yeah. I, I feel like you never hear a politician sort of answer the question that they're asked. They they dance around it so hard. Damn, man. It would and those be, are the really people a, you want. Those are the people you want answers from. It would really be a coup when if somebody ever shows up. Like 
I remember back in the day, and this might have been stupid choice because I was a stupid young kid, but I remember back in the day really being into, what's his name, Ralph Nader? Yeah. Because he just seemed like he had nothing to lose. He's like, oh, I'm yeah. just going to say, I'm just going to actually say everything because right. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I'm rich. And uh, I feel like somebody, if somebody like him ran now, it, it, it would blow people's minds. Well, I'm sure a Bernie Sanders supporter could say this more than I can, like a diehard one. But there's probably similarities between them. Oh, I'm, I think, I'm guessing. I, I I mean, I didn't want to say this, but I because I'm not informed enough to say sure. it. Sure. But I felt like he's he was that guy. Yeah. I, I think like, I think we're I think you and I are not that informed, but I think we can go out on a limb and say that. Yeah, he was he, <laughs> he was that guy. Yeah, I, I think. Um, it's it's interesting how much people forgive. Here's the similarity I think between both of them mm. is they you felt like they were both running because they had to, not because they wanted to. Oh my god! The fact that you're saying that makes me feel good because I know that I'm not the only one with that feeling. Yeah, that's the one thing I loved about Bernie is that I didn't think he even wanted to run. <laughs> right. I think he's just like, is anybody gonna? All right. Yeah. You know, I. You I, know. Oh, you know who else I think that about? I think that about David Dave Chappelle. In, in, in a lot of his material, like when he started out, he just wanted to have fun. Yeah. He just, he wanted to get stoned and be silly. Yeah. And as he got older, he was just like, I got to say important shit. Yeah. Nobody else is going to say this shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, there's something so, uh, I think the world so forced, yeah. I think the world forced Dave Chappelle into the comedian he is now. Yeah. It's it, not all. It, I mean, some of it is personal choice, too, of course. I can't tell you, like, that when he hosted SNL, right, mm-hmm. He it was announced he was going to host right before the election when I didn't think there was any possibility Trump would be elected. Right. Like. I thought there was a small chance. I, I didn't I didn't think it was going to happen. I thought yeah. Hillary was pretty good, pretty yeah. well in. And, but I was like, I remember going to. I, maybe, the, my, maybe my doubt that. Hillary would lose was like five percent or something like that. Okay, I think I I had some, but it was less than that. Yeah, and but I still remember going like downtown to go try to get tickets. I'd never done it before, but I was that excited to see Dave Chappelle. Oh, at Saturday Night Live, you tried to get tickets. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then so I was already the most excited. Yeah, and then after Trump won, mm-hmm. and I knew who was going to host. I mean, I remember doing a scramble to like try to. F- I haven't watched SNL live since oh yeah and i hadn't watched it for like a couple years before that right and i scrambled anybody's house i could go to to try to watch it live yeah it was like it was it was it was his exhaustion his exhaustion was the the nation's exhaustion you know what i mean um in there were moments in his in his monologue where he felt exhausted yeah about by like what was going on yeah yeah and it was like a good reflection and uh how not the whole country but how a lot of the country felt i feel like. i don't think people talk about it enough and maybe it had a bigger impact on me than the country did mm-hmm. but it really felt like we needed that oh yeah so bad well he got an emmy for it oh well there you go yeah i think i think for that, that monologue yeah we needed that so bad we didn't even realize how much we needed that right um he re- I think he really came in and put out a big fire. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I could be overstating it, but it just really feels like that. Yeah. 
Um, I really feel like he just came in and like delivered a child. Like he really came in. I'm trying to like. Over, oh right. I, <laughs> I can't find it. I can't find it. It's like. No, I think the delivered a child thing is good. If, if you set it up the scenario, the the analogy of just like this woman's going into labor. There's no doctors around. He did, and then, and then like, oh, here's a doctor, or, or you know what I mean, or he revived, the, he yeah. saved the earth, single. I mean, you know, and you know, in Superman, when he flies backwards in time to save Lois, that's what Dave Chappelle did, yeah, with his jokes, um, <laughs> right? Yeah, it was re- that was really like special and important that he did that, and yeah, that is how I feel about Bernie and and Ralph Nader. Like, I really. Uh, it's it's hard to to want to go into because like I'm not informed enough. What is informed enough? How do you know? Yeah, that's a good point. I feel like there are definitely people you can point to who feel like they have their they they have they can wrap their head around what's going on, and I just want to hear them talk. You know what? We should think of ourselves as informed because. We're inf- we're informed with like what we want to see in the world and what kind of world we want to see. We want we you and I I think we both want to see tolerance and understanding and compassion and, and love and empathy. And it, it's like a lot of times I think people when they say oh I'm informed it's about facts and topics, but I think we we're we're informed of like the kind of. positive uplifting better worlds that we want to see that's true that's true and there is an undervaluing of that kind of carrying that kind of information yeah do become intimidated by somebody who knows about sarajevo i don't know yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) or nafta yeah i don't know or trade um what tariffs mean like yeah I, i don't know what they mean uh i wish i I wish I did. I wish I could hold all that information in my mind and it'd be very, not only accessible, but like, you know, if you ask me who you, you, you want to be able to have enough knowledge that you're able to, if somebody, if somebody's, if somebody's afraid of like, um, the future, you you can bring up some stuff about like this I think you I think you want to yeah I think you want to ease people's minds or I, anxieties maybe uh that's part of it but more it's like okay if somebody right now would have would ask me even though I'm even not informed about this because I don't know new young actors but like somebody's like who's the right person to play Batman I could I could talk to you about why why uh, why not different people are mm. like with a great fluency and yeah. like you know i i'm well informed about that right or like well should we end on talking about the new batman trailer just even a, a little bit nice i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna go ahead did you seen it already i've seen it once yeah and i and i've seen it on my phone i should have casted it to my tv to watch it i didn't eh. yeah i'm i'm not not excited about it sure i think i saw i recently saw I, and I can remember being bored with the fact that Christopher Nolan was coming out with a Batman movie. Oh, really? A little bit of just like, didn't you feel that a little bit of like, even though the trailer looked cool, weren't you just like, well, we've done this before. Oh, no, man. I'm a big comic book guy. Yeah. I love 
I love you were Batman. you were you were hard in. On. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, I, I didn't yeah. have to stay hard. I was hard. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, I like. But Batman fatigue exists. And, yeah, and, for and, for many. Yeah, and I, yeah. And I totally get it. I, right. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. It was there when when Ben Affleck became Batman. It oh, was there. It was I there. That was a terrible him. choice. Yeah. And I love Ben Affleck. Uh huh. But he's not Batman. There's probably another superhero that he's meant to play. Yeah. But he's just too tall and goofy. I don't buy him as grave and serious. Maybe Shazam. Maybe Shazam. Maybe he could have done a You'd good Shazam. Be a great Shazam mm. because he has an inherent built-in sense of humor, and the sense mm. of humor is before his darkness. Uh, he has a like. He has a drinking problem. He has a drinking problem. <laughs> There's yeah. darkness there. He yeah. has a darkness, but yeah. unless he's with a great director, he's gonna telegraph that darkness mm. as opposed to just letting it come out. Like he has a movie about him having about a big basketball player with a drinking problem. Oh. That I would watch, and if they approach Batman like that mm-hmm. with him, I would watch that. Yeah. Like a sort of run down t- t- but this was sort of like a very fake he could do batman but it would have to be an approach where um you'd have to really see somebody and with ben affleck maybe he would have to have maybe bruce wayne would have to be dealing with a drinking problem i don't even think it's that sure. but it would it, it, that would be a good way to go and there is versions of batman that are like that there's versions of batman that are like i think what they tried to do with him was that like the old batman who's mm-hmm. like too old and trying to give it up oh yeah but like because I think he had, like, grays in his hair. Right. But, like, Ben Affleck doesn't look that old yet. Yeah. He looks he looks great. Right. So that really wouldn't work. They did it perfect with Michael Keaton because that Batman is very subtly funny mm-hmm. and very subtly silly. Oh, yeah. You know? And, and so is the Joker. Yes. And and the Penguin in, in the next one. Yeah. And that probably was how they did the Ben Affleck. But ben, he was just... He's just too big and bulky. Yeah. He's just too, it's just too obvious. It's too right on the nose. Mm-hmm. So w- with the Pattinson, I think Pattinson's a really good actor. He was in some Shakespeare movie I'm, recently. Yeah. And he was, oh, I, don't re- know, I don't know that one. No. Yeah. It was like on Netflix and he played like this French king and he was excellent. Oh, I heard it. Yeah. I think I saw the trailer of it. And but think, he's good. I've seen him in, a, <clears throat> in other stuff that I enjoyed. Yeah, he's he's a strong actor. Yeah. He he has he, I think he has taste and like knows what he want. I know he's the guy from Twilight, but I think I forget I, he's British. Is yeah. he British? Oh yeah, I think yeah. he is. But yeah, I think he's a guy who like really loves acting, enjoys yeah. it, and does a good job and has taste in what he wants to make. Yeah. So like, I didn't have any problem with him in the trailer. Yeah. What I had a problem with. And I love that Jeffrey Wright is, is Commissioner Gordon. I think yeah. he's oh, yeah, probably yeah. born to play that role. Right. Um, a, a, along with many others, he's born to play a lot of roles. Um, I, I like the tone and the energy. I like the Nirvana song. He gave, Jeffrey Wright gave Casino Royale a spark. Oh, I didn't when, see that. I'm when, not a when, Bond guy. Oh, I'm yeah. a Bond guy. A Bond? Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, fuck Bond. I don't, <laughs> like, Bond to me is... That ener- too fancy, maybe. Yeah, it's like yeah. that's Ben Affleck energy. Yeah, it's like over the top, class, fanciness, flash. Uh-huh. That doesn't work for Batman. Yeah, you know, but that's Ben Affleck's energy. It's mm. very, yeah, cool. What's up, baby? You know, it's very in your face. Not that Ben Affleck can't be subtle, but like, yeah, you kind of got to put him in a place where he can be subtle. And Batman is not the place to do that. Man's yeah. wearing a bat suit. Yeah, you know, he, he he can't really do that. That's not his. That's not his bag. Yeah. Um, he it what he's wearing it sounds stupid. 
Yeah, yeah. And it, like Ben <laughs> Affleck is already that. somebody who looks stupid. Yeah, you know he's already a like way. a character. He's got such a strong jaw and such a strong chin. He's he's six foot five, and right. his shoulders are already incredibly broad. Yeah, it's like he already, it, it, you know what I mean? It's too obvious. Mm, yeah. That's why you're gonna put a guy in a bat suit. It has to be a guy who doesn't seem like he should be in one, like Michael mm. Keaton. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Um, those are the ones that work. Or Christian ba- Christian Bale is like big, but he's not cartoonishly big, right? You know what I mean. So it's got to there's got to be a tension there. I think that that's the only way to make it work. Um, so 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 Pattinson, I think, exists in that. Like mm-hmm. he 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 should be in a bat suit. And I like how he was sad and emo, but the the suit still looks like Christian Bale's suit. Oh, yeah. They may as well have just given him Christian Bale's suit. It, I'm not sure that they didn't. It was so dark, it was hard to tell. But yeah, I, I guess I wasn't blown away by it either. The Batmobile looks kind of cool. The Batmobile looks cool. From from the first look in the trailer, I thought it was just the old Batmobile. Mm-hmm. When you really get a good look at it, it is kind of like what what I think they should do, like this Art Deco kind of thing. And I wish they had pushed that way more. Yeah. Like It looks like they were trying to go... For the like this emo version of the animated series Batman, mm. and I wish they had pushed that further. Oh, because sort this, of like a Sin City look. Yes, because oh, in yeah. this they're kind of going for like a yeah. That's exactly right. In this they're kind of doing like they're like yeah, it's like that. But remember the Nolan one? It's still like that one too. <laughs> like oh, that's yeah, what they're yeah, doing. Yeah. And on top of that, a lot of the clips in the in the trailer look a lot like the Daredevil TV series, mm. and that really annoys me. Like, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't watch that. Oh, it's really good. Yeah. It's what Batman wishes it was. Ooh, shit. It's, I mean, I don't watch any TV shows, so I can't say this, but I think it's probably one of the best TV shows to come out. Shots fired. In the last 10 years. It's a, it's a, like, the fact that nothing falls off, like all these tone, it's kung fu, it's like mysticism, yeah. it's a gangster show, it's a, it's a uh, news, uh, it's a courtroom drama. And a newspaper procedural. Jesus Christ. And it's funny. Right. And it's romantic. And there's a superhero who's blind. Yeah. And he has and he's um like a almost like a religious fanatic. He's like very religious. I didn't know that. All this stuff is happening in, and he's an orphan. <laughs> wow. Daredevil is a is a ridiculous character. Wow, he's way more stupid than Spider Man or Batman. There's just right. so much going on. His mom is a nun. His dad was a boxer. You know what I mean? Like he he's he's and he's being terrorized by the most powerful criminal in the city. Wow, it, and he rose up and he rises up. Wow, and, um, but not before he gets a shit beat out of him over and over and right. over and over. So like, it's a really really good show. I've seen one fight scene that looked really good. Yeah, that that is not the height of the show. Yeah. Oh, oh all right. You know what I'm saying? That that's like the third episode, mm-hmm. and they top that. Jeez. All right. Maybe I'll fuck. Maybe I'll watch it. It's a it's yeah. a good show. So anyway, I could see so much. Not that that's a bad thing. But DC has spent so much time just chasing Marvel right. in, in their films that I'm just like, I'm tired of it. I'm yeah. tired of seeing it. So that's how I feel about it. What, what did you feel about it? Oh, um, less. You felt less <laughs> about it. <laughs> um, I mean, I thought it looked cool. And I was like, yeah, I I guess I'll see, th- see this in the theater. Mm. Maybe mm. I'll wait. Maybe I'll wait. Maybe this one I'll wait. And not see it at the theater, but it's so easy to go see movies because when you live in New York, there's movie theaters everywhere. I love it, even but, though even though they're pricey. But and even though all the art house, all the art houses are gone. Yeah, maybe some of them will come back. 
Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe the art houses of of the new world will be just people inviting you over to their apartment. Holy cow, that'd be cool. Yeah. And you just watch it with like eight people. Wow. Um all right. Well, we talked about some things. We tabled some things for some for next time. I I thought it would, the thing I had lost would come back to me and it re, it's it's really far adrift now. Next week or Saturday. It's lost at sea. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, hopefully Saturday. All right. Well, Thanks for listening. This has been Stoner Morning Show, the podcast. This has been another excellent episode of Stoner Morning Show. Thanks for listening. Follow us on social media at Stoner Morning Show. Tell your friends. And puff, puff, pass.